Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Yappin' With Us with your hosts, Avika and Simran. Today we're going to be discussing Shelby Mahurin's, I'm so sorry if I butchered that, I probably did, uh, Serpent and Dove. But before we get into that, we have to address the question we left off with at the end of last episode. Oh, I love this question. Uh, if you could have any power, like the vampires in Twilight, what would you want to have? And like, what do you think you would have based off of your personality? I would honestly want Edward's abilities. I would really like to know what people are thinking. Um, and it feels like it's it's like the most useful one. It's definitely. Would, sorry. <laughs> I would want to modify it a bit, though, because I wouldn't want to hear people all the time, just like when I want to hear them, I would hear them. And as for based off of my personality, I feel like I just wouldn't have anything and I'd be really mad about it. <laughs> I think you would. Like, honestly, I think you'd have, like, I don't know, like, superhuman strength. You just give me that energy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I like Edward's ability, but I'm very unstable. And if I knew what people were thinking about me all the time, I think I'd just cry. Just, like, perpetually be crying. So I think I would have to go with Alice's ability. It seems like the second most useful to Edward's. And, like, I'd love it to know, like, I'd love to know if I'm going to be okay in the future, like, what's going to happen. And, you know, I'm pretty psychic. I really am. As Simran can attest, I really am psychic. So I think Alice's ability is very good to my personality as well. I agree. She is very psychotic. I think that um, (laughs) this really fits nicely (laughs) with her personality. My problem with Alice's thing, and I won't get too much into it, is that the future is always susceptible to change. Yeah. In the books, it always feel like, I always felt like she would have, like, these visions two seconds before something happened. And I'm like, you're helping no one right now. (laughs) I mean, I guess. I guess. But it's, Um, like, nice to have a kind of idea. But, yeah. I'm glad we uh, picked different powers because I would have to fight you. (laughs) You just, that's it. You'd have to fight me. I'd have to Um, fight you. Well, I mean, I would be able to anticipate your movements because I could hear you. Whatever. <laughs> I I win. But okay, let's just let's just go right into Serpent and Dove now. Um okay, yeah. <laughs> My first thing is who is La Voisin? It's definitely Coco's aunt. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but who? Okay. I was wondering the same thing when I first read it. I thought, like, I was supposed to know who it was, and I was like, oh, shit, did I miss something? Then I realized it was supposed to be kind of, like, cryptic, like, kind of leaves you wondering, like, who is this person? I am dying to know, though. I know, know. because they mentioned the rivalry between, um, like, Morgan and um, Coco's aunt a lot, which makes me think that she's a pretty powerful witch, right? She must be. And, like... Her last name is La Voisin, but isn't Coco's Mon Voisin? Yeah, I think so. Her full name was, like, Cosette Mon Voisin. To be honest, I like Cosette more than Coco. And it's just because there was this horse named Coco in this book I read in French class. And, like, this kid, like, abuses it. And So the name carries a little bit of trauma for you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, like, I like, I think Coco's a cute name for, like, a puppy. Yeah, and like a bubble tea place. Um, <laughs> not sponsored. I love Coco. <laughs> um, anyways, so like, 
this book definitely had a lot of emphasis on the different families. Yeah. You know what? I One thing, kind of my pet peeve in this book is why everybody is finding their lost, long lost parent in this book. Like, okay, Lou and the Archbishop and then Madame Labelle and um, Reed. So they, you're going to tell me that they've been living in the same town for at least two years. And, like, conveniently now they're all going to find out their parentage, like, at the same time? How, it, how haven't they bumped into each other yet? It just doesn't make sense to me. And they probably have bumped into each other. And they just, like, they're like, oh, this is just some random person. Like, and not even thought twice about it. But Madame, Madame LaBelle <laughs> was like... Um, she'd been looking her, for her son for so long. Clearly, she was not looking very hard. Literally. <laughs> he was right there the whole time. Okay, you know um, what? This just came to me. She said she was looking for him for two years, right? Yeah. So, why wouldn't, like, you know he was just at a, the orphanage at the church. Why wouldn't you check <laughs> there in the first place? Like, if I lost my kid, the first place I would check is the orphanage. Yeah, um... I feel like hopefully no one's stealing your child and, and disposing of them. Um, <laughs> hopefully you're not in the same situation as Madame LaBelle. That's all I'm trying to get at. Yeah. There's also a lot of links between the two families. Um, like, by the two families, I just mean Lou and Reed. Yeah. Like, like Madame LaBelle was Reed's mom and the king is his dad. Which seems a little bit random. I think and then so, yeah. Morgan is Lou's mom, and her best friend is Madame LaBelle, and her arch enemy is the king, and her husband is the, or not her husband, sorry, the baby daddy is the um, archbishop. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot of, a lot of links that seem too coincidental. Like, it just doesn't seem feasible. It's it's way too improbable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like, all ending up in the same small town and, like, and the fact that not only did Lou find Coco there, but a- another blood witch named Babette, right? Yeah. How does everybody end up in the same little place? Exactly. Um, Coco and Lou did know each other beforehand. Before. Yeah, they did. And I thought that was interesting, and I do hope we get to find out a little bit more about kind of their, like, friendship backstory. I know that we basically know mm-hmm. a lot. I do forget. I just know that they, like, met in secret or something, and then were friends but didn't tell anyone, and then uh, Lou disappeared off the face of the earth and yeah. was dead. Well, I think that we will be learning a bit more, because just the the title of the next book, Blood and Honey, it makes me think a little bit more of Coco. Because, you know, like, that's her, that's her witchcraft. So it kind of makes me think that it'll maybe focus a tiny bit more on Coco and Lou's relationship, which I think is beautiful and amazing, and I stand their friendship. Speaking of Coco, (laughs) there's, um, some Coco and Ansel and Coco and Bo stuff going. I feel like Coco is just using her feminine charm like a whip, and I am absolutely here for it. I love her energy. I do. I... I honestly, like, I think Ansel's a bit young. Mm, yeah. Um, for that to really be anything. But I just think he's, like, a cute puppy, like, following her around and, like, kind of, like, obsessed with her. 
and I just, I just think it's adorable. I think it's cute, but kind of, like, as a little brother thing. If I were Coco, I would definitely go for the crown prince. Like, hello. That's a no-brainer. She could she could make changes if she ended up with Bo, you know, with the whole witch um, versus... You know that was not the direction I was heading for. I was heading for she could be rich, um, <laughs> but, you know, she could also do that. That is completely valid, and honestly, I would do the same. Um, so moving on, I just want to talk about Estelle, like the hooked nose girl witch that was seen at the theater because I feel like the second we saw her I knew she was gonna come back yeah I definitely could see that um I just I feel like two years isn't that long of a time and I feel like Lou should have recognized her more easily or more quickly I don't know yeah that's on Lou and honestly like she should have been more scared of Les Dames de Sorcières or whatever. Like she Because she knows that they're basically a cult and they will do anything to kill her. So I feel like her going out without a disguise, like on her face or whatever, is so stupid. I agree. She was super, like, on top of things for two years. She hid. She was good. But then as soon as she got like married she just slipped up completely yeah. I don't know what that was about you think that Reed is really gonna like help you against a whole ass witch no a witch will take Reed exactly like what is he gonna do I felt bad like I mean I feel like Lou genuinely understood where Estelle was coming from uh, in her like attack <laughs> yeah and I liked Estelle I wish that she didn't perish I don't know if <laughs> she didn't die. But um, this just, like, brings us to the forced marriage thing. I know. Like, I just, I was really confused by that whole encounter. Like, to be honest, I knew there was something fishy with the Archbishop and Lou right when he forced them to get married. Because that really wasn't the only solution. Okay, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Um, I just thought that he was whack. Like, he was completely, like, I don't know, stupid. And that he hated Lou so much because she was, like, a woman that he wanted Reed to marry her so that Reed could punish her on his own time for the rest of their lives. Okay, that is one way to look at it. I didn't really think that when I when I read this part. I just read it as though, like, he he... Like, the Archbishop himself was gonna, like, torment and use Lou. Okay. He's using Reed as, like, a face. Yeah. I genuinely just thought, like, it just reminded me of, like, some Wattpad stories. (laughs) Where they end up in the situation where they're, like, they have to get married. And I'm like, no, you don't. I mean, maybe she doesn't have as much of a say in it because of she's trying to hide herself. And, like, the time that this is set in she doesn't she's a woman so Mm -hmm. like no one cares what she she wants to do I feel like this also plays into the whole theme of this book being that there's a lot of you know coincidences and like of course they would you know find each other and get married and fall in love you know Mm -hmm. like it's, it's all very obvious to me everything 
and it's, yeah. it's there's a lot of um you know there's not too much like hardships and there's not too much little plot twists like it's all very common like it's very you know what I mean yeah yeah completely I agree with like finding out that the archbishop was her dad wasn't a major surprise or no. that his like Reed's mom was Madame LaBelle and the king it wasn't like it didn't like shock me to my core where I was like oh my god but at the same time I mean I probably wouldn't have guessed it but I wasn't surprised either yeah, um, like, for me, the whole Madame Belle and Reed relationship, like, I could call it. I really, I, I called it. Like, wh- the minute they described her red hair and his red hair, I was like, there's something wrong with this, you know? Like, they're related. I genuinely am really bad with keeping track of what characters look like. Really? Yeah, like, in my brain, like, I just forget. And sometimes I, like, go back and I try to, like, I try to reread the parts where they describe a character just so I remember it because I forgot that Reed had red hair. That's so bad. Like coppery. I always imagine, I don't know if you've seen Umbrella Academy, but I imagine Reed as Luther, which is really bad because I don't know. They just said Reed was large. So I just imagine like a large man. (laughs) Okay, I have not seen Umbrella Academy, but when you say a large man, that's not really the most flattering description. I mean, anyone. <laughs> that's what he said. He says they said he was tall, so I just you know large. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just it was predictable that Lou and Reed were gonna end up falling in love like that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Even even as soon as they introduced both of their points of views, I was like, oh, these two people are gonna meet and they're gonna be in love. Like in the beginning when Reed was all protective and how they started off saying like my wife and my husband or whatever as a joke, but it slowly became more sappy and gross. That was honestly like towards the end, I was like, oh, cute. And then I was like, okay, guys, shut up. I get it. I know, literally. Like, when they're in the forest making out, I'm like, mister, y'all are running from the authorities. You are you have a bounty on your head, and you decide you want to canoodle in the forest. That doesn't sound productive. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, but at the beginning, when they were saying my wife and my husband, I was like, LOL, guys. I'm in on this joke, too. You hate it. <laughs> I just, I knew that Reed would fall in love with Lou so easily because I I really liked her as a character she was so vivacious and she was so colorful and he was kind of muted and bland like if he was to be a food it would be like really bland oatmeal (laughs) and she would be like the garnishings and like the things that make it fun yeah um I mean I don't really garnish my oatmeal I mean I put walnuts in it like so she would be the walnut (laughs) (laughs) like I love how much Reed compared Lou to Celie oh god I don't like her but I like how he was like oh she's the total opposite and at first he was being kind of like Celie's perfect blah 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 but then like as it progressed like he loved Lou and her differences is what made him fall in love with her yeah like, if he really loved Celie, like, the way that he loved Lou, he would not have, like, let it end like that. Yeah, I agree. And also, I did not 
wasn't really a fan of Sally at all. Like I, I don't know how to describe it, but I just hated her. I mean, okay, I'm a little sympathetic because her sister was brutally murdered, you know, prior to this book. Uh, so very recently, but at the same time, like, she rejected Reed and then got mad when he moved on. Like, that is some toxic energy. I, I don't know. I just, I don't appreciate her and the way that she tried to, like, kind of get him back at Mm -hmm. that dinner, the, was it a dinner that they went to? Yeah, it was, like, some ball slash dinner thing in Reed's honor. Yeah, um, I didn't appreciate, and Kate, Sorry, this is kind of sidetrack, but Coco going off with Bo and, like, kind of, like, telling Lou off, being, like, you're doing whatever I want, just let me do whatever I want. I don't know. I was kind of, like, annoyed. I'm, like, Lou's just trying to look out for you because you're literally getting involved with the prince, which is very dangerous since you're a witch. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, Lou got involved with the Shasa, which is also very dangerous. Like, you know, she just kind of lucked out that Reed was not a crazy fanatical one. Yeah, that's true. And they ended up falling in love. I do have to say, like, Lou's situation was a bit, like, I know it's hypocritical of her, but her situation's a little bit more forced, like, being into that marriage, getting into that marriage. Mm -hmm. But then... The continuation of their relationship between exactly. Reed and Lou is completely on her. Exactly. Like, it's not like she, like, tried to pull away and was just really, like, secluded. Yeah. But, Which she could have been if she was really, like, into self-preservation. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that Coco and Lou are kind of into very similar guys. Um, by that, yeah. I mean they're both half-king. <laughs> Half king. Half king. They're, so they're, they're half brothers. And I just think that in Blood and Honey, I mean, I haven't read it yet. And I know that it's already out, but I haven't read it yet. I feel like they would have like a really funny like rapport between each other. I don't Who, know if that makes sense. Bowen Reed? Bowen Reed. I feel like Reed is too awkward to be witty. I know, but that would just make it even funnier. I think I would love, I love Bo. I don't know, there was very limited flashes of this man, but when he started singing Big Titty Liddy in the middle of the witch hall, I died. <laughs> that was so funny. I, yeah. I agree that there wasn't, like, enough of him for, like, for me to really form an opinion, like, a concrete opinion on him. Like, I could easily be swayed about whether or not I like him in the coming book. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, but I just, I just feel like Bo and Reed are both kind of like weird people, and I just want to see them interacting more. And Reed, I don't. With all these coincidence stuff that you're talking about, like the family reunion. Mm-hmm. He ends up being the first male witch. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. That confused me like it's like it's like coincidence on top of coincidence on top of coincidence and then here's the here's another one here's another one like witches have been bearing sons for centuries and you would have thought that they would you know make sure and double check that their sons for sure don't have any magic you know why would reed why would reed be the first one ever 
Exactly. And, like, you were just, like, <laughs> literally throwing away potentially half the population. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's like, yeah, no. He's not going to be able to do anything. Let's toss him in an orphanage or whatever. Exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure they would have very thoroughly checked whether or not their sons could inherit magic as well. I wonder who was, like, the first witch that was like, no, not this one. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's defective. I don't like, know, honestly. Is, but... it, is that, like, a thing for both Les Dames Rouge and Les Dames Blanche? I think that's, like, a witch thing in general, from what I understand. And also, like, Morgaine is, like, the Dame des Sorcières, right? Mm-hmm. But... That's, like, a very limited title. It's not, she, like, she's, like, La Dame des, like, all the sorcières. She's literally just La Dame des sorcières Blanche. Yeah, that's, I was wondering that, like, her title makes it seem that she's, you know, the queen of all witches, but then you find out that she has a really bad relationship with Coco's aunt. Yeah. Which, like, it confuses me, because how far does her title extend, you know? Like... It makes me think that um, there's a lot of Dame des Sorcières, but, like, with different covens. Yeah, I feel like it's, um, they're kind of, like, enemies, Mm -hmm. Les Dames Rouges and Les Dames Blanches, but not in the sense that they would constantly fight each other, but kind of, like, they try to keep away, but they genuinely hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, like, like, you know, if this was ruled by men they would have lots of border skirmishes and, like, war against each other. But since it's ruled by women, it's kind of, like, passive aggressiveness and, you know, tension. But no outright war. Yeah. Then again, we're only really seeing what's happening on the human-ruled lands. Does that make sense? Yeah. And not just between the witches. Like, we haven't seen a lot of that except for when they went to that castle. Yeah, that castle, bro, like, those whole damn Blanche, they are whole fanatics. They're crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I just, like, I don't, I don't like that their power is limited. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Lou will do something, and then she's like, okay, hey, I'm about to pass out. <laughs> I know. And, like, and like what, what was the point of doing it then? Exactly. And, you know, I didn't understand when she was, like, you know when she killed Estelle with her powers? If you need a balance, why didn't Reed die? Because she used Reed, you know, as a as a counterbalance for hurting Estelle. And, like, yeah. why didn't he, like, die? I'm just confused. I thought it was, like, a death for a death or something. I don't know. I, <laughs> like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand the whole balance thing. Me but, either. you know, it makes... It makes, like, no sense, but neither does the Dame Rouge. Because if you think about it, Coco's powers were literally limitless. Yeah. Yeah, she was just like, okay, just make them bleed, I got this. Yeah, I mean, like, the only limit that was kind of mentioned was, like, her own weakness. Like, maybe, like, she's lost a lot of blood and can't do anything. But in terms of, like, what her blood can do, there's no limit. Like, you need to, you need to sedate some dogs. Oh, blood. You need to, like, heal someone, oh, blood and honey. You know, you need to track someone, blood. Mm-hmm. Like, what can't her blood do? I mean, that's that's their source of magic, I guess. Like, the question could be posed similarly to Les Dames Blanches. I know that their power it gets, like, 
kind of automatically balanced. You do something, then something happens to balance it. But where where does it end? Like what? Yeah. Like to what degree can you like not do something? Even if it has to be balanced or whatever. I don't know if that makes sense at all. It does. It does. Like these witches. Like I I you know I I love comparing how different authors do witches in different series, and I think the ones in this universe. They're kind of, you know, they seem too invincible to me. You know, they don't really have any limits to their powers, which makes me confused as to how the humans took over in the first place. Like, these women are crazy. They're crazy and powerful. They were killing half their population because they thought they couldn't do anything. (laughs) Well, they aren't killing them, but they were just, like, yeeting them out of there. I know. I, I, I personally would keep them as, like, you know, helpers around the house or chefs. Servants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say that outright, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, not not like slaves, but servants. You know, um, like in the most humane way. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, I don't know. Men are kind of trash. Honestly, I'm not angry at the situation and how only women can be witches. Like, really, I'm not angry at it. I just would keep the men to make me food and get me stuff. <laughs> so wrapping this up a little bit. Um, our question to you guys is, what would you rather be, a Dame Rouge or a Dame Blanche? Tweet at us to let us know your answer. Yeah, and stay tuned for our next recording to hear our answer.